We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The most positive developments that we've had in the DeMar Hamlin situation came over the last 24 hours that not only is he off the ventilator, he's also... Uh, been able to FaceTime with his teammates. So things are obviously progressing in the best way. And one of the best pieces that I read this week um, after the DeMar Hamlin injury wasn't one that was written specifically about the injury. It was just one written about DeMar Hamlin. And it was written, I want to say, almost a year, year and a half ago by our next guest, Tyler Dunn. You can check out his work, golongtd.com. He's also the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Saved Football. Tyler Dunn joins us now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Tyler, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Pleasure to be here, especially I mean, this Tabar Hamlin news. You're right. It's like it's uplifted his family, the team, the city, and and really the entire country, I feel like. So, yeah, great to be here. Well, didn't it feel like that the NFL really couldn't make a decision on Week 18 and the Bengals and and Bills game until, till really there was there was some sort of positive development with with Demar where we really got some really good news about his trajectory. Oh, I'm with you 100. percent I think it's all 100 percent directly related. I mean, the I can't see how the Buffalo Bills for sure would be able to play a football game if they weren't getting these, these positive updates from DeMar Hamlin, from, you know, his, his dad first, and then the doctors had the press conference, and then there he is on a Zoom call flexing his guns for the entire team. So, it's, uh, yeah, they're in a good place. Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, Mitch Morse, and his close friend Dane Jackson, they all spoke to the media yesterday, and you can just see it in their face. I mean, it, relief doesn't even do it justice. They're, they're elated at this point to have their brother back. This is an incredibly close team. And it could have been you – don't, you don't even really want to let your mind wander, right, to, to, the, to what could have happened that night if Denny Kellington doesn't spring to action, the assistant trainer, and save his life. And, and then the doctors at Cincinnati take it from there. It's unbelievable. Tyler, you were actually at the stadium. Um, how long did it take you to realize or, or people in the press box to realize how serious things were? Because it took us a second at home. Right, because we're, we're, we're so uh, desensitized. I mean, we've seen players laying on the turf unable to move, and sadly, we don't really think too much of it because we see it so often. And it started when a lot of the Bills teammates, you know, up above, you can kind of see them one by one moseying their way on over, and then they'd see what they'd see, and instead of, like, getting on a knee and praying or being right there, they'd go the other direction. They'd, like, reverse course, and then there were tears and a lot of consoling, and then... Um, I grabbed a pair of binoculars, looked down, and, and saw why. I mean, they were administering CPR, and it wasn't CPR for, you know, 30 seconds. It's, it's eight minutes, nine minutes, depending on the count. It, it was mortifying, horrific, and nobody really knew when he got loaded into the ambulance and driven off if he was alive. I mean, no, nobody had a clue, and 65,000 fans in the stadium had no clue. Um, and, I, and all I could think of was, 
Damar Hamlin's mom, Nina. And I figured she was in the stadium, probably with his dad as well, Mario, and that, you know, it's a short drive away, four and a half hours or so. What's going through her mind as she sees that ambulance exit the stadium? And th- thank God he's good. But it was um, a scene that I don't think anybody will ever forget for the rest of our lives. Tyler, you you know of of Nina and uh, his mom. You know of his dad. You know of his little brother because of the story that you wrote. Um, what was it? A year and a half ago on Demar Hamlin, and yeah. it's it's it won. Uh, just let me tell you, it was a great story. I, I read it again today. I actually think I read it when you first put it out, um, way back when. But in terms of like. How did how did Demar get on your radar as someone to write about uh, way back when you wrote the the initial story on him? <laughs> I appreciate you reading, and if you read, read back then, you're you're in small company because it didn't <laughs> register much back then. He's a he's the 212th overall pick, sixth round. Um, I live here in Buffalo, New York, and honestly, I I, I guess the light bulb went off when he took to Twitter and asked uh, fans for their top five chicken wing spots. And the good people of Buffalo let him know, you know, it's Barbill or it's Elmo's. And he had already been to Barbill, so I figured, hey, why don't we go to Elmo's and just have a conversation, talk about life? I didn't know anything about him at all, to be honest. I uh, just thought it'd be a good off-season chance to uh, catch up with a new member of the Bills. Figured, you know, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, they're getting up there. They're going to pay Josh Allen a lot of money. This could be a player that they depend on at some point, you know, sooner rather than later. And we, we sit down, they, they bring out four plates of wings for us. They, they treated us like royalty there. Uh, and you know, it didn't take long for Damar Hamlin to just dive right into his life in McKees Rocks to really explain where he comes from, his higher purpose. Um, you know, gosh, he's, he's 12 years old, in the courtroom, sees his father, whisked away, sentenced to 10 years for the intent to sell drugs. Does three and a half, and I should say two. He got out. He got his life together. Um, started a trucking company, and now he runs DeMar's uh, Chase and Millions Foundation, which is just phenomenal. Uh, but those three and a half years, just him and his mom, and he's helping her out at her cleaning business till midnight. He's, their home doesn't have heat at times in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, there's times he go to lunch the next day, didn't really have food, had to have a couple bites of a buddy sandwich, and oh, by the way, he lost more than half of his childhood friends before they turned 21. Just an unbelievably violent area. And, and he survived, and, and he really dug into that higher purpose on wanting to change lives in McKees Rocks and be an inspiration for his little brother there, four other kids there. That's why he chose Pitt over Clemson, Ohio State, Penn State, Notre Dame. He could have gone and again, 48 scholarship offers. And, and you know, it, it was a great story to write. He was so open, so honest. And if I'm being honest with you, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, okay, DeMar, your six-round pick, you know, let, let's see how this plays out when we're talking about being an inspiration for, you know, generations of kids. Lo and behold, he's done that and then some this week. I've never seen any athlete unify an entire country like DeMar Hamlin has. If you guys haven't read the story yet, again, it's on golongtd.com. It really is. And it, how he talks about his little brother is really, really wonderful and kind of the lessons he learns. I did want to as you are uh, a, a prominent NFL writer, I did want to get your thoughts on the NFL's decision today to modify, because they had to cancel the Bills-Bengals game, some of the rules modifications that they, they, they voted in this weekend that's going to impact the playoffs. What did you think about how they handled this? 
I'm being completely honest. I, I feel like Charlie Kelly at the at the <laughs> at the board, you know, talking about Pepe Silvia and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know what the hell is going on. You're gonna have to fill me in. What what is the latest? So basically, all the rumors about uh, holding the AFC Championship at a uh, offsite location, so not at a neutral site location. Uh, that's still a possibility. They actually vote that to allow that. The if the uh, Ravens beat the Bengals this weekend, uh, in the event that those two teams would match up in the first round of the playoffs, where it would be hosted would be based on a coin flip. I'm talking about so you. You said you were going Charlie Kelly. That I think the NFL went Charlie Kelly. <laughs> that's bizarre. Um, I you know Cincinnati was so gracious and understanding and helpful at you know, every second of the way through this, this entire uh, tr- traumatic Demar Hamlin you know, situation. And I, I, I'm shocked that the NFL would you know say, hey, sorry Bengals, here, here it's down to a coin flip. That's well, I mean, winning percentage would seem to be the way to go, but that's I, what I it know. says in the rule book, <laughs> right? That that would probably be the the best avenue here, but you know, leave it to the NFL to twist itself into a pretzel. Can I get your way too early Super Bowl prediction in about twenty seconds? Oh my gosh! You know, if you were to ask me this time last year, I'd say the Cincinnati Bengals. I've been on them from day one. Love the makeup of that team. Love Joe Burrow how he just decimates you with his brain. I mean, that's what works three, four playoff games in a row. But I'm, I'm, I'd have to go with the Bills after all of this. I, I, I feel like they are really going to galvanize in a way we haven't really seen before with this DeMar Hamlin news. When he's flexing on a Zoom, my God, I mean, these guys are going to run through a brick wall. Check out his work, golongtd.com. Check out his book, The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. Tyler, great stuff on DeMar. Great. I, I, I've been following you on social media as well with all kind of the updates and stuff. Great stuff there. We appreciate you, buddy. Enjoy the final weekend of the regular season. Hey, man. Incredibly kind of you. Any day, any time. Always love chatting. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.